Reddit dit to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, October thirty first. Happy Halloween, folks. It's feeling spooky. I I'm not a big scary guy, so I'm not I'm not i I'm not spooky season for me. Okay. No spooky season. We're we're good. Have you heard about the haunted house? I'm just, I'm and, just friendly. Uh, yeah. Friendly Mountie. You, you look nice. Friendly Canadian. Yeah. You look you look good. Thanks, man. You're um, not fat enough to be you should have put I should have beefed up a little bit. <laughs> I got a smaller hoodie. It's, it's gain season. You got yeah. <laughs> got to fatten up for the winter. Absolutely, absolutely. Have you heard about the new um, haunted house in like is it Somerville or Somerville? So is it new? I've never heard of it before, but I've seen. I, Apparently, I've, it's been there for a long time. I'm assuming you're talking about like the absolutely stupid, crazy one. Yeah, the forty page. Right. Yeah, that's just that's ridiculous. That's dumb. Yeah. Apparently they can shave your head and like cut off your fingernails and stuff like that. I feel like if I was a serial killer, I would work there. That's where you hide. Yeah. Yeah. Hide in plain sight. It's like a torture chain. You can I mean you can only get like what, two killings off before you gotta run away? Yeah, then you gotta find a new home. Yeah. I don't know. Seems too easy. People signing up for it. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy what people do for twenty thousand dollars. That's how much it costs? That's how no no no. That's how much like the prizes if you if you make oh, it through. No man. one's ever made it through. No one's even made it close. They said. I, I'm not surprised. Apparently about that. they put you under hypnosis. Interesting. And so it makes you like they get to know you a little bit, and it makes you like um feeling like it's a lot worse than it actually is. Interesting. Allegedly. Allegedly. Would you go do it if I paid for it? How much is it? I bet it's expensive. It's just a bag of dog food. You just bring a bag of dog food? Yeah. What in the world? It's only on Saturdays. Would you do it? No. I'll buy the dog food. I will not let anybody shave my head. Not everybody gets their head shaved. I got like... I feel like that's... that's, If it's that... If it's that bad... Shaving your head is not that bad, but I feel like it's going to get a lot worse. And I wouldn't even let them get to that point. (laughs) Interesting. I'm gonna like drag you there. Apparently, you have to watch like a two-hour movie too, two-hour video, and then go through it. That's the dumbest thing. Who? No, that's so stupid. Yeah. Before we get into this show, that's not stupid. This show isn't stupid. <laughs> Whatever that is, I want to tell you guys about my friends at my bookie. As a true football fan, you already know. Just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in a parlay, and when they all come through, the reward will pay huge. Yidge. Yidge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. Best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double, you heard me right, double your first deposit. It's only if you use the promo code CHAIR. Make sure you use that promo code C-H-A-I-R. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Go Mm. get paid. Go do it. Tell us, is anybody going trick-or-treating? Anybody taking kids trick-or-treating tonight? Are you using this live show, you got an earbud in, to get through the trick-or-treating? That's kind of what I hope. Are we a relief? Because sometimes trick-or-treating can be a little much. Hey, I'm, 
if I'm a stressor, I'm, we're like a drug, stress reliever, right? Yeah, we're a we're a we're a depressant. Yeah, but we can also be in whatever the opposite is. And antidepressant? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like oh, like cocaine. We're like cocaine, but also like marijuana. Oh, okay, so we're like a. Hmm. The FDA would not approve us. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, you got to be one or the other. You can't be both. Absolutely. Guys, we're ready to talk about the UAB game. Also fun. Basketball is kind of back. It's just preseason game, exhibition game. Why do they call it exhibition instead of pre preseason? What's the difference? I don't know. It's back. Neither of them count towards your win loss total. No, I don't, I don't know. How I don't know. We're also going to talk about students at student athletes now have the ability to get paid. We'll talk about that a little bit. Our thoughts on it. We talked about this week in college football. We look back at the NFL and some power rankings. And we've got some segments for you. Jumbotron and stupidity is an epidemic. Let's talk about the UAB game. Yeah, I mean, first, I think this is – I think Jeremy Pruitt said it best. It's a great opportunity, and he's kind of put it in his players' minds that it's not going to be like Georgia State, and we're going to let them sneak up on us. So, I feel like Georgia State game was awful. Right. But it's also – Going into this game, it's kind of a relief because I don't think Tennessee is going to take them like There's no way you overlook them. If you overlook them, you're in trouble. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I mean, UAB is not the most, you know, they're not the most impressive team when you look. Oh, my gosh. this is. Um, when you look at their body of work, they've lost one game, so that's impressive. But you also got to look at the flip side of that. Their opponents are 13 and 41. Of the teams they've lost to, or sorry, of the teams they've beaten, those teams have only beaten two FBS opponents. Oh, wow. Of that 13. Yeah, I saw that you put that on Twitter. That was good good research, man. 13 and 41, their opponents are. That's including their opponent who's won, who's uh, beaten them, Western Kentucky, who's only lost one game. So they're 5-1, and 6-1, whatever they are. That counts towards that 13-win total. And if you lose to Tyson Helton... You're in trouble. You're... N- you're not going to walk in here and beat Tennessee. I'll tell you no, that right now. That, that should not going to happen. It, it should. You're not. It's not. Um, good quarterback play. Tyler Johnson. He's thrown for 1,700 yards, 15 TDs. The 10 interception mark obviously isn't great. Four of those came in their loss to Western Kentucky. That was that. Yeah. That must have been an ugly game. Uh, Western Kentucky. I put it on the on the tweet. I didn't write it down. I don't remember. They only had like 30 yards rushing and 180 yards passing, and they won. Oh wow. Yeah, it was an ugly affair that finished 2013. Not not a great game. Um, another thing of note, Spencer Brown is their starting running back. He is he injured himself a couple weeks ago. Don't know if he'll be back for this game or not. Um, I couldn't find anywhere that said he'd be back, but I'm not also prepared to say that he's out. Um, right. He's their leading rusher, but he's only rushed for 262 yards. Now that was through like four or five games, not seven, eight. That was like four or five games. Um, three TDs, and then their their rusher that um, their leading rusher against Old Dominion, which was their last opponent, had 116 yards. And a TD. He's listed as a wide receiver on their roster. So um, they've got a couple other running backs that produce for him, but he was the one that produced against Old Dominion. So I don't expect UAB to be a great opponent. Um, I feel like the twelve we're twelve point favorites. Um, I think someone has us as low as ten point favorites. I think you hammer that hammer Tennessee to cover. Yeah, I th- I think you go into this game and kind of build on what you've built in the last couple weeks, and that's relying on big plays um, from your offense and. Um, kind of a nasty defense. Yeah, uh, I didn't think we'd ever say Tennessee's defense is nasty, but when you do, when you shut out a pretty good SEC opponent in the second half, 
That's a pretty nasty defense. Yeah, an SEC opinion. opponent who a lot of people saw up on, on the upward trend. They had that win over Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, then you look at the Florida game. Everyone's kind of saying something similar to the Alabama, our Alabama game. Like, a couple calls their way. They, they're they in it. They might win it. Yep. Um, so, everyone saw them trending upwards. And, like you said, shut out a good SEC opponent. That's – I mean, this defense is um, – you're still looking for some, some big plays in terms of interceptions. Don't think we had any against South Carolina. Um, I'm trying to remember any fumbles. I don't think we had. I don't, don't think, think we had any had turnovers. Any, yeah, I don't think um, so either. But you look at that. The, your special teams who the block punt TD was the defense on the field. We were in punt safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much your defense. And, and you're, like I said, I count special teams toward defense. So, if you have your special teams making plays like that, it's not critical yeah. um, that your, your defense has turnovers. But it's still big, especially our offense has shown they can't hang on to the ball yet. Look better against South Carolina. I don't think we had any turnovers, did we? No. Um, so you, you look at that, hopefully that's, that's a trend, but you can't count on that to be the case, Mm -hmm. uh, just because it hasn't, hasn't been this year. So, um, yeah, I think this defense is ready to take the next step. I hope we can start creating turnovers and maybe turning those into points too. That'd be big going into the final couple weeks of SEC play. Yeah. I think, um, UAB leads their conference in giveaways. So, I mean, that, that could help with opportunities and that, that gets your offense, more than likely in good field position to make plays like right. that. Right. I want to look at the flip side of that because I said UAB in a great team, and I still believe that when I say this. Their defense is pretty good. Yeah. Um, they've they've gotten um, – Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> now, we know who they played. They they have only been able to get two interceptions on the season as a team. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, they do have 11 forced fumbles. And then this is a stat that really stands out to me, the 26 sacks. It's a lot of times getting back to the quarterback – Thankfully, we counter that with what's been a better offensive line. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think we'll just get dominated there. Um, I, I, I'm going to imagine without watching a down of UAB football, I haven't watched anything just looking at stats, they're two leading um, players that have sacks, the, the most sacks on the team, both linebackers. So they're probably doing a really good job of, of moving guys and getting them in the right position to yeah. get into the backfield. So it's not just going to be like big on big who's, you know, it's probably going to be, you're probably going to see some looks that you may not be familiar with. Um, or some looks that they've been successful with this year that you're going to have to counter with good offensive play and making sure um, at the line of scrimmage we're identifying and, and getting to our guys. And, and, you know, we haven't – I haven't noticed times where we're just getting absolutely demolished by, by teams with, you know, making – you know, with good stunts or moving linebackers. And um, I, I haven't noticed it. Yeah. So it's not it, been alarming yet. No, I, I feel like everybody we played, we've done a good job of keeping the quarterback. Um, I don't want to say healthy because most of our quarterbacks have been knocked out of every game, but it, it seems like they're not on their back as much. Right. Um, well, I mean, you look at the plays that they have taken injuries. Let's look at Jaron Garantano's first. Um, his wrist. I mean, that play was um, – the offensive line held as much – you know, held their blocks as long as they could. Yeah. Um, nobody missed a block. He got it out when he had to. It was just an unfortunate play. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Brian Mowers' concussion against Mississippi State. Got to get down. That has nothing to do with the offensive line. Right. Got to get down. Um, his concussion in the Alabama game is uh, roughing the passer and maybe targeting. If you look at did he hit him in the head to neck area, I think so. So both avoid – all three of those – or two of those were avoidable completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Garantano's is unlucky and he made a good play. Yeah, so so let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about quarterback. You know, I feel like Brian Mauer, you chose him when everybody was healthy. You chose him as your starter. I think if he's one hundred percent, he's the starter. You think he's one hundred percent? I don't know that, but like, I mean, 
So today there's a report that Shrout was getting it was probably 50 40 in first team snaps. So let's let you hear that. Do you think he's healthy? 100% healthy? No, probably. Not. Uh, that's what I'm thinking because I'm with you. He's yeah. your he's your starter. He, he, no one's beat him out. Mm-hmm. Garantano didn't beat him out with one good half of football. That that didn't happen. I think he's your starter. And I mean Shrout did a good job too. Like I said, I was impressed with Shrout, but now we're still not starting quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. And if you know, you, you have to get both of those guys ready to play. I don't think JG plays. It looks like he was kind of favoring that hand when he was trying to hand the ball off. So it wasn't really getting the snap or, or getting the ball off. It was, you know, a basic handoff. Right. Um, and with us trying to pound the football, you know, that's going to be difficult for him. So I think they do get all three quarterbacks ready. All four quarterbacks, probably. Uh-oh. The um, dog. The dog. Um, but I, I think JG is more if Brian Maurer can't stay healthy um JT's not playing well then they will maybe put in JG. Yeah. Worst case scenario JG. I just like I mean even with JG you, you don't play him this week, right? You put Jawan in before you play JG. That that's what I think. I, I think he Not a knock on his play either. I'm just mm-hmm. from a health standpoint. Yeah, right? I, I think he probably dresses out but I right. I would highly doubt you see JG. Yeah, Mauer even Bearing... dressed out last week. Did we talk about that? Dude, how weird is that? Yeah, I, I think that's that's Pruitt's kind of new thing. Like, you're going to dress out. I mean, like, yeah. you're not – I don't know if that's not, like, it's maybe giving your team an advantage so the other team doesn't, <laughs> like, has to game plan for you a little more. I don't I don't know. I'm but sure. I mean, he does that in practice, too. We, Even if you're hurt, he makes the, you dress out. We know the practice thing. We know the philosophy behind that. I mean, you know, you're going to hate sitting out of practice more than practicing. That's mm-hmm. the thought process behind that. Games are weird. I mean, I understand, like, you know, I, to an extent I understand Maurer's – Dressing out because like it's not you know if you have a broken leg obviously like you're not gonna dress out like mm-hmm. that's different but yeah Mauer's is I mean I don't know I just thought it was weird yeah but maybe dude, I, I mean was he dude a, I, I love his was, I mean that's my question could Mauer have technically played on Saturday was he a if shit hits the fan option maybe I don't know I don't know either he had his helmet and everything with him yeah it wasn't like they were from the looks of it he was ready to play from the if you're just looking at it with not much knowledge around the situation you you would think he's ready to play dude i i love his passion man he yeah. he just like no matter who threw the touchdown no matter who scored he was going to cheer with them that's one thing i meant to say on sunday is he's a leader he's mature when uh shrout came off the field the first time as far as like after the first drive he's he's the first one there to pick his head up and get him going and then you mentioned every touchdown pass he's the first guy they greet yeah, coming to the sidelines, and, and Garantano, you know, comes out on a three and out or whatever it was, and he's the first guy there to pick his head up. Yeah, and so I mean, he's he is he's a natural leader. Like those are guys you look to. Yeah, I mean, and somebody said this: Tennessee has does Tennessee have the best quarterback room in the SEC? As a full room, they might. We thought we didn't have a single one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Starting the season, you're like, crap, dude. We suck at quarterback. Yeah, but. South Carolina, I'm just going to jump around the SEC. We know it's not Kentucky. they got a wide receiver playing right now. Um, which, I'm, I mean, if you include all wide receivers, it makes our quarterback room even better. Um, you look at South Carolina, you got to assume they've got a pretty good one. Their third-string quarterback technically won it for them at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida, you got to assume Florida's is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Vandy, no. <laughs> uh, Georgia, Who's behind Fromm? I don't think anyone knows. I don't even know if the guy behind Fromm knows he's the guy behind Fromm. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's true. I don't. Alabama's yeah. obviously is good. Yeah. Because I mean, Mac Jones has been able to. We'll, we'll find out in two weeks if he can hold it down. I don't think two plays. I'll be surprised. Makes it a game. I should say that makes it a whole game. 
Dude, two his little brother looks good too. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm surprised That's, they haven't just burned that redshirt. What's a, yeah. What's a big deal? Uh, LSU. I don't know who's behind LSU. Joe Burrow is obviously good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, fr- from the looks at it, it, it looks like we have an argument. No. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I to mean, be and no one... which is crazy to think about because we didn't think either Mauer or JT Shroud was going to give us really anything this year. Right. It was all put on the shoulders of JG, and now here we are, and we're on the cusp of going to a bowl game. Right. I'm curious what kind of playing time JT Shroud will get this week. I, I mean, I, I think you plan on, like – I'm just curious because, like, I'll, I don't – you know, I wonder if we win that game with him in the whole time. I don't know. Obviously, he performed great at the end. I mean, really good. Yeah. But he was not comfortable in the first drive, drive well, I guess. Got to get the jitters out. I guess. J, I mean, JG did a good job when he came down and was able to kind of calm the whole offense down, so – yeah, I mean, I, I like where our offense is at right now. I think we do a good job of making adjustments at halftime um, on both sides of the football and mm-hmm. just making plays. You know, we, we talk about this every game, just getting the ball to your playmakers. And right now it's Jawan Jennings. And for him to be the playmaker he is and also the leader on the sidelines and off the field he is, you know, that that gets your team from a, you know, bottom tier of the SEC to fighting for probably third. In right. the East, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, we were at the very bottom. They put they were putting us behind Arkansas. Yeah. And now the power rankings come out, and we're like seven. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we probably moved up too far at this point. They might be buying too much into the hype. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean. But I, I think you'll see Juwan Jennings a little bit as well, um, just to see if he can kind of catch UAB sleeping. Yeah. While, while we're talking about where we finished in the SEC real quick, let me let's take the BYU and the – um, Georgia State game out of it. Act like you don't know what happened in those games yet. And I'll tell you, our only three SEC losses are Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. How pleased are you? I'm taking that. Every day of the week. Taking now that. I'll tell you, we lost to Georgia State and BYU, and you're like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you think about that, like, you have a possibility of going nine and three. Yeah. If you don't lose to Georgia State, Georgia State and BYU. Yeah. Nine and three. That's insane. Because I mean, people were people were saying, "Yeah, you know, we can go nine and three. and everybody's like, "Oh, you're crazy." I guess we could have. Yeah, and and you're looking you're looking back, you're like, you know, that was very possible, right? So I don't know. I mean, I I, I like I guess I'd rather play better at the end of the season than the beginning. But they, hey, they remember what you do in November. Exactly. If we if we go four and or I guess we could only go three and zero in November. Do we have four games? November 9th, it's Kentucky. Yeah, but we've got that 18th off. But does it fall? Are there five Saturdays in November? Yes, so November 30th is Vanderbilt. So there are four games. Okay, so yeah. we can go 4-0. I'll be very, very happy if we go 4-0. I mean, everybody should be. It shouldn't be like me alone. Like Everybody mm-hmm. should be very happy if we go 4-0 in yeah. November. So I'll be very pleased. We're going to Kentucky. Um, we're trying to figure out what's going to be cold as hell, so I don't think we're going to tailgate. I think that would just be stupid. Um we're going to freeze in the game. Might as well not freeze before the game. Yeah. Probably find a bar or something to go to to, to pregame that one. But, yeah, we're going to be at Kentucky. Um, hoping hoping we can win that one. The last time with Kentucky, the place was cleared out before the uh, end of the third quarter, which is awesome because we were dominating. That Love was six. That. No, that was 15. We were dominating. Love that. Yeah. Um, you got anything else for football you want, you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I, I think this is huge for our defense. I think it's huge for our DBs. Mm-hmm. Our linebackers um, in coverage, mm-hmm. 
Because I, I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be able to run the football. Right. Because South Carolina has well, didn't. Um, Mississippi State, who had one of the best rushers in SEC, couldn't run against us. No. Najee Harris did to a certain extent. But he had to earn them yards. Yeah, but he's a different animal. Yeah, I'm not, exactly. Yeah, I mean these UAB guys. You don't have a single UAB guy over um, 300 yards this season yet. Yeah, so. and so you have I think one who has 500, one who has 600. Is Our running backs. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about res- their receivers. Receivers. I, I, I just saw one with 600. I could be totally wrong. Don't hold me to that. There may be another one with 500. There's got to be with uh, somebody throwing for 1,700 yards. Yeah. There's got to be somebody else. But 10 interceptions. So, I mean, our DBs were playing well against South Carolina. I, I expect them to have a good game. Um, and also, Kevon Bennett. You know, I, I don't know if Darrell Taylor is going to get to play or not. Um, he has some kind of contraption on his knee from that um, contusion yeah. he had. So I'd I, you, I don't know if he plays, but I think you get a, a big game from Kevon Bennett and need DeAndre Johnson. Yeah. You need big games, and then you get Daryl Middleton back. Darrell Middleton, excuse me, um, back for the game. That's big because he yeah. make obviously making plays. Yep. So we get just six seven. Yeah, he's, he's making plays with helmets. That's it. Yeah, that's fine. We'll uh, before that. we're gonna talk about basketball. Basketball's back. Before we do that, Landon's gonna tell you about our good friends at Commercial Bank. Absolutely. Um, I was not prepared for that. Sorry, I just threw Landon that that curveball. Um, You're good. I got it. Yeah. yeah um, so, Commercial Bank, guys, go check them out. Um, they are your neighborhood bank. They're leading uh, a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing it, purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check them out. Great people. Um, love working with them. So, yeah, just go check them out. Yeah, go check out Commercial Bank. We appreciate um, Like Landon said, we love partnering with, with Commercial Bank. And you can see all of our sponsors oh, wrong way, um, on the right side here. Uh, all of our other sponsors and then obviously Commercial Bank. That is um, Somewhere the sponsor. Yeah. Yep. We appreciate them. Um, we'll be telling you about. We've already told you about my bookie. We'll be telling you about the rest here soon. Is anybody yeah, asking about our costumes? No, I don't think anyone's said anything about our costumes yet, man. Okay, I know. I, I'm curious what everybody else is wearing. You have to tweet me the picture. Um, this is a new. We haven't never done this. We're gonna have to. Now we're gonna have to record every Halloween. Every no Halloween, yes, yeah. and do a uh, costume. Costume. We got episode. a couple of viewers coming. Yeah, maybe so. one or two. We got more than that. One or two in the live viewership yeah. right now, like so. Hey. That's fine. Uh, we'll take wearing. that. Who knows what they're wearing? Because he's a he's a Mountie, obvious. If you don't know what a Mountie is, look it up and look up the Canadian national. First off, the Canadian national anthem is electric. <laughs> look it up. Not <laughs> as good as the United States national anthem, obviously, but electric. And I'm obviously Damien from Mean Girls. You know, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Is that better. That was pretty good. Nice. That was pretty good. Thanks. Tennessee basketball's back. We went. To Thompson Bowling Arena. Very strange. Um, from the get-go, I thought it was going to be freaking 10,000, 15,000 people in there because getting in was a hassle. Yeah. So, I guess everybody just decided to arrive at the same time as uh, myself, which is fine. Not not hating it. but I hate it. Um, yep. Yeah, I thought there would be way more people there judging by the amount of people going through the That's door. That's what I thought. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, I, I thought we were going to get a packed full yeah. Tommy Bowl. No, like, what? Seven, 8,000 people maybe? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. If that, something around there. It, it was still pretty, you know, at times the, the crowd got pretty loud um, because we played them close for the first five minutes. 
Yeah, that point guard. The ball over that point guard minutes. for them got he hit his first three shots from mm-hmm. NBA range. Yeah, he was he was standing in the coach's box. <laughs> yeah, jacking up threes. Um, yeah, and then we could not hang on to the ball in the first five minutes. Uh, we we did get into the groove though. I do want to mention our starting five as of last night was Lamonte Turner, Jordan Bowden, John Folgerson, Jalen Johnson, and Yves Pons. That is a small lineup. Very small. We are very guard heavy. Pretty lengthy though. Yeah, Lamonte Turner's decent I'm, for his size. Pretty pretty lengthy. Uh, Fulgerson, Johnson, and Pons are pretty lengthy. I, I'm not even put Bowden in the lengthy category. And we're athletic. Yeah, we're very athletic. That's that's one of the things I, I think I I said on uh, to to someone on a post last night, whether on Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, I don't remember. Said we're very athletic. Hopefully that athleticism can turn into good basketball. Um, but that's the key. <laughs> we're very very athletic. When you when you put in guys like Josiah James into that mix, I was pretty impressed with Zach Kent overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much he can help us in SEC play yet. I don't know, but he moved pretty well. He he defended decently, and he hit the boards pretty hard. Yeah, um, he has a nice little turnaround jump shot. He does. Too. Yeah. Um, I was I was pretty pleased with him in, in the in the little we got to see him. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you when you score 107 points, how much can you complain? No matter who you play. Yeah, I mean, it shot 50 percent from field goal range. That 30.8 percent. It's not a great one, but there were a couple threes that maybe got jacked up from our, our young guys that don't get to see much playing time. Yeah, absolutely. And we're we're young. I mean, our starters, I guess, are, are veterans, but, um, you know, we had four true freshmen coming off the bench right. pretty early. And, you know, all played some significant minutes last night. Yeah, it was against Eastern New Mexico, but I feel like they – I feel like Barnes did a good job of kind of getting everybody in there to see what he had. Right. Um. Yeah, like like I said, we're very guard heavy, um, and it's obvious Lamonte Turner and Jordan Bowden are the backbones of this team. Yeah, kind of like Schofield um, and Grant were last I, year. I think even more so. They're not just the backbone; they're the guys that have to step up. They're going to be the leading scorers each night. Um, I even mentioned we're going to need some. Uh, Josiah James Jordan played well. George, Josiah Jordan James played yeah. well. Um, he filled the stat sheet, but we're also we're going to need more points from him. Yeah. Turner and Bowden are going to be our leading point scorers every single night. If they're not, you probably don't win. But we're also going to need some more from in the scoring category from James. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I thought he struggled a little bit, um, especially at first. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you said hanging on to the basketball. And I, I just feel like that's a lot. Him coming back from injury hasn't really practiced in like three right. or four weeks. So him just kind of getting back on the on the court, um, getting out with those guys, you know, the chemistry is off a little bit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But I, and you yeah, saw sparks of the chemistry too. You you see the talent is there, right? For sure, and I think he's going to be the starter probably. Yeah. I mean, he registered just about every stat on the stat sheet last night. Yep. Um, like I said, that's that's impressive. But but we're going to need more points from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee did a good job of filling a lot of stat sheets. Twenty four assists. Uh, now that is to eighteen turnovers, which isn't great. But twenty four assists is nice. Um, Eleven blocks and six steals. Um, I mean, 11 blocks, it's pretty solid for a team that you consider not very tall, which I'm sure Eastern Eastern New Mexico isn't great. But, no. Um, you know, isn't tall, sorry. But, but still, 11 blocks is, is pretty high for a team that you do not consider. And Pons tall. is sitting at 6'6", six, six, and he, how many blocks did he have? Like three or four? Did not look at his stats, so I'm not sure. Specifically. Um, specifically. You know, so I, I think Pons is great defensively. Yeah. And the athleticism is there, like we talked about. But he's going to have to be some sort of factor – on offense. He's got to be a scoring threat. He's yeah. got to be. Yeah, He doesn't it, open it up for anybody else. If he's not, they're just going to let him sit in the corner. Yeah. and Not do anything. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, I am curious to see we match up with UNC Asheville, I believe, next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, curious to see that match up a little bit, a little bit tougher opponent than Eastern New Mexico. Um, so you kind of get eased into it, which is nice, but uh, should give you a, a little bit more of a look at least. I haven't looked at uh, Asheville's um, lineup yet. I haven't looked. I, I'd like to play a team with size that isn't necessarily better than us because I think that would give us a, a good gauge without maybe getting dominated. <laughs> is Fulkerson like? He looked good. Last he night. looked pretty good. He, I, I think he thrives on those little teams. Like you know, a guy who probably should be dominating at like Tennessee Tech, <laughs> you yeah. know, but decided to go to Tennessee and compete. You respect him, but he could be dominating at Tennessee Tech. He wore Tennessee. I think it was Tech last year that he wore out, and I was like, turns out that man just meant was meant to play in the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he looked good. Yeah. I so close. I mean, and and he's gonna be. The guy where if we're off shooting, he's going to have to step up. Yeah, absolutely. And make some shots. I think he's another one that's good defensively, but he's he's also going to have to do it on the boards. Yeah. Um, he had a, have to he had a double, double. Yeah, he did. I, I, thought he, I thought he played well. Um, he runs the floor well, but I still feel like we're a little – we're a lot smaller than I want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that leads to my next point. Urosh, baby. Need him. Where's he at? For hashtag free Urosh. We need him. Yeah. It's, it's going to give him. us a lot. It's going to give us a lot more. I don't even know if he starts for this team, but he's going to give us a lot more on the boards. And, I think, and we need it. Um, At one point, they were out-rebounding us. Olivier Kumois, I think he's going to be – Played well. I, was, I told you, you I was great He just time. looks like a good basketball player. He does. He does. Um, same with Josiah James. But he, he just looks like a solid-built guy that can develop at Tennessee. Yeah. That, that's a Rick Barnes guy right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm very I, excited for this basketball season. I, I don't think we're going to be – I think anybody can agree we're not going to be as good as we were last year. I don't think we'll be close to as good as last year. No. I mean, we're, that's the team that held the number one ranking for, what, yeah. four weeks? Yeah. A month we were at number one. Um, and it's a lot different. Schedule. Like, like yeah. you don't have those guys just to dominate the paint, so you're, you're going to have to hit threes. Yeah. We're going to have to pull an Auburn from yeah. last year. We're just going to have to chunk up threes and – We'll, we'll take it two on the other end and match it with a three on the yeah. on our end. So I don't I don't know. It, it's going to be fun to see. I, I think Bowden and Turner are very capable. Twenty. I think they're going to have to have like forty points between the two of them for us to win games. Oh yeah. I mean, just about, just about. I would agree with that. Curious to see our bench play last year. You know, we didn't have to rely on it much. What what happens this year with that bench play? Can they score points off the bench? It's going to be I don't necessary. Know. I mean, I mean, Jalen Johnson is going to have to. Yeah. Be a better scoring throw. Absolutely. Well. He is. We, we've heard a lot about him. Haven't seen much of him yet, though. No. I haven't seen much of him. We're going to talk more about uh, student athletes. NCAA passed. I, I don't know. I don't know if what they said has much substance. I need to do some more look, looking looking into it. Um, saw some stuff about it today. I'm just not sure what all that, what they did entails. We'll talk about that. First, I want to tell you guys about our new friends at 865 Axe Throwing. It's a one of a kind experience, it's perfect for date night. Birthdays, anniversaries, friends night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events. A65 Axe Throwing, where locals hang out. They're the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They've got friendly and knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. They're going to teach Landon how to throw an axe. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you right now, Landon can't throw an axe. I can throw an axe. (laughs) I don't know. They're going to make Accurately, probably not. They're going to make Landon a pro by the end of this. I like it. um, Because he's going to need some help. But when, once you stick that first first axe, you'll be hooked. It's it's a lot of fun. 
Um, it, it's, you know, it's like one of those things. You, you may not do it every day. It's like bowling, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. But, man, yeah. I, lo- I love it. It's like yeah. one of the, you, you got to go. It's hooked. Like, any anytime you're like, oh, I need something to do, I'm going to go throw an axe. Exactly. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. The atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega Jenga, mega Jenga, or just hang out by the fire. They're a friendly, family-friendly farm. Fun. It's great. It's uh, it's at the the Bayblay, um, farm house farm. Uh, check it out online. A six five axe throwing. Or sorry, they don't have an online yet, right? Yeah. Um, check them out on Facebook. Web, website's coming soon. Check them out Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, and um, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. They'll, they'll have a website up soon. Check them out. Go visit a six five axe throwing. Also. If you use the code more important issues at checkout, that's checkout. Chicken. 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 Check. Check in. Yeah. Sorry, not check. You're checking in, not checking out. Use the code more important issues. It's five dollars off. Right. Yes. Five dollars off. So go check them out. Um appreciate them being a friend of the pod. We love Friend them. of the Pod. We're we're gonna have to go visit them and and test this axe throwing. I, I've never done it before. I've heard it's really fun though. It's like the new trend across America is axe throwing. It's like that's the new thing. It's like frisbee golf. It's like froth. Everybody's froth. everybody's into yeah. it at least a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you go check out A65 axe throwing. Um it's time of year too to, to go to the you know go to go do things like this like you know fall festivities. Fall festivities. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Fall festivities. So payday for student athletes. You think it's good or bad? Neutral. Um if we're just looking at it as a whole, I mean I, I think it's it's great, right? Yeah, I That's mean, I it's it's not it's not really up to me. <laughs> I mean, true. like if if you have the ability to go to a big time program where it's so profitable, like Tennessee, you should get a little bit of that cut. Yeah, and they won't be getting any of that cut. Turns right, out. But right. I know but, what you mean. Um, I mean, I they should be able to get paid for their right. likeness. For your likeness, yeah. I mean, they're not even at this point not even really get paid for football. No. Which, I mean, it's insane to me that if someone came up and was like, "Hey, can I, you know, can I pay you ten dollars to sign this?" You would have to say no. Um, I don't know what the rule. See, I imagine the rule will stay intact, but I mean, I don't think. I think if you're out at dinner and someone's like, "Hey, I want to pick up your dinner," I think you should be allowed to be like, "Okay, thank you." Like that's just someone being nice, whether it's because you're good at football, a good person, good looking. Yeah. Maybe you're an asshole, and they're like, "I'm gonna kill him with kindness." <laughs> Regardless, like if someone wants to pay for your dinner, they should pay for your dinner. Like, that's an absurd rule to me. I understand how it can be abused. They're going to abuse it regardless. Like, people who are going to abuse it are going to abuse it in some way or form or the other. So, just find a way to make it legal. Maybe this is the first step. I don't know. I need to read about it. A lot of people said they kind of said it's legal but haven't said how it's legal yet. I'm curious how it'll work. I've always been a fan of the Olympic model. I don't know. I understand that there's money there to pay players. But when you're going to pay players, the scholarships are probably going to go away. You're not going to have 80 to 120 man rosters you're gonna have 66 man rosters 53 man rosters mm-hmm. and that sucks to take that away from you know 40 90 other kids that could be playing that sport so I, I, i'm curious you know i hope they don't get to the point where mm-hmm. schools are directly paying players because it's going to be a complete overhaul of the ncaa system and I'm, I'm not saying don't pay players they should pay, they should pay for their likeness um, i'm all for the stipend they get the stipend could probably be more but and, and I think when you're paying a stipend, you're keeping the amateurism there. Like, yeah, no, you know, you're not paying millions of dollars. But yeah, once you once you start getting these guys who, let's say you're like, oh, I'm gonna we're gonna pay every athlete on the team a hundred thousand dollars. Well, at some point that quarterback, two you know, 
to a Tiger Bowl, it was like, you know, you're not going to win a national championship without me. You better pay me a million dollars or I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to play for you. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to find a way to pay him a million dollars. You know, it, it's going to slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I, I think it could be dangerous. You know, they're going to have to do some – there's going to be some strict guidelines on that, I'm sure. Well, I just – I mean, I, I think with the Olympic model, it's probably going to be a free market. Yeah, I, yeah, they'll have to have some guidelines, but it won't be as strict as if the schools are paying it, I don't think. Right. Because the transfer rules are still going to be in place. Yeah, I just – You know, like if if – if Maurer wanted to go home to Florida because there's some car dealership willing to pay him $100,000, then, you know, he'd have to sit out a year unless his mom got sick or right. something like that. He'd still have to sit out a year. I mean, I think it's great because, you know, th- these athletes put, I mean, basically put their life on the line every day to earn, I mean, maybe not. Oh, they're alive, but yeah, but they were. But it's a dangerous game, football yeah. especially. especially. I mean, basketball, baseball. You know, injuries happen. So I mean, why not be able to get paid when you might not make it to the NFL? There's such yeah. a small percentage to make it professionally. No one's they can make, make a little bit of money while they're yeah. in school to get their degree. Right. No one's going to make NFL, NBA type money being a college athlete in a college town. That's never yeah. going to happen. And and playing and, playing a college sport is a job. Yeah. So you oh, should yeah. get paid for that job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, they, they get free, um, they get free, uh, school. And I'm like, not everybody gets free school. No. Yeah. Your, your big time programs, they probably get full rides. Um, but not it probably only maybe basketball and football. I would say baseball. They don't get baseball full get rides. rides no. Yeah. No. No. So, I mean, you're, you're giving these guys an opportunity to make a little bit of money while they're in school. I mean, again, they, they put so much time into it anyway. I don't see what the big deal is. Again, I get why you can't pay, you know, pay players in certain areas, certain gray areas. But, like I said, it's absurd to me that Johnny Menzel couldn't sign autographs for, for money. That kind of thing is absurd to me. Yeah. Like, I, I totally understand certain degrees of that, but not the not paying for autographs, not – you know, paying someone to come and be like, yeah, go eat at Subway. It's great. <laughs> Don't get that. Why, why shouldn't they be allowed to do that? Yeah. I mean, th- these kids can be sp- spoke people now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't read the rule. I don't know. Oh, I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't either, but I would assume they would let them maybe do ad reads, maybe get go to some sports yeah. memorabilia place and sign autographs yeah. for a certain amount of money. You would think, but I don't know yet. Like I said, I need to read the rule because I didn't, I guess I didn't understand what it was all about until someone tweeted about it. I'm all for NCAA football games. Whatever the steps in to bring that back, I'm all for it. We desperately need NCAA football games. Yep. This is definitely the first step. I, I don't even know how the, I mean, do players make money off Madden? Like, I don't know how that works. Like, do they make any amount of money? I think they make a little bit. They have to, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, like, but I don't like how much money. I guess is my question. Mm, I don't know, because I mean, couldn't tell you that. I don't know. I wonder how many. See how many copies of Madden have been sold. While we're doing that, while I'm doing that, let's look at college football. Not a not a big. There's a couple of good games, but not a big week in college football. I only wrote down like seven or eight games. How many you got? You got any? You want to talk about? Um. My first one is West Virginia. I believe it's at Baylor. Number 12, Baylor. Can you believe they're ranked number 12? I haven't kept it up with them, but that's, that's insane. Yeah, that's a complete turnaround. I mean, it helps that the Big 12 is terrible. Right. But, yeah, that's, I mean, 
props to them. Right. Absolutely. Being able to rebuild that program that fast. Wish we could have done it. Right. You know, things happen. Um. Yeah. There's. There's not a. I mean, Georgia, Florida. That's. That's going to be. Pretty much the one, which is stupid. I literally, I hate that they play in Jacksonville every year. That is stupid. so dumb. I think somebody had the tweet where we have to go to Georgia, Florida, and Alabama in yeah it's twenty in twenty four months. We have to go there at least each. I mean, th- each of those places at least once. Think about all the teams that have to do something similar to that. LSU has to do uh, Auburn, Alabama. Florida, at some, you know, yeah, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, all those. I mean, they're just like us, I guess. Yeah, but Florida doesn't have to. Nope. They play LSU, and that's it. Georgia. That's insane. Auburn, and that's it. So, yeah, I I just don't. It it gives them such an advantage to be able to play in a neutral side game. They don't even have to play a true – away game against a rival, pretty much. I think that sucks for the fans, too. Like, yeah. you you never yeah, get to like see... Yeah, like, why would you not want to go to a, a mainstay rivalry game? I yeah. like the idea someone threw out of them playing every other year at... Or, sorry, every other two years at Jacksonville. So, you go Georgia, Florida, Jacksonville, Georgia, Florida, Jacksonville, Georgia. Oh, yeah. I mean, that... Because then be... you get you get the mix of the rivalry while also going to the stadiums. Yeah, I, th- I think... And Jacksonville, like, what is what is the big thing with Jacksonville? Like, why is that a – I just don't understand. Yeah. The biggest cocktail party? That makes no sense. They've been me. doing it there forever, so they're not going to stop. Yeah. I mean, when I think of Georgia and Florida fans, I don't think of them getting a cocktail. I don't know what it's all about. I have no idea. <laughs> it has to do – that's – hold on. What is I don't know. I, I don't even like it's. It's dumb that they play in a neutral side game. Neutral side games suck, and I love that Phil Former is getting rid of neutral side games. We're doing home and homes, baby. Yeah, that's how it should be. That's how college football should be. Yep. Uh, I wrote down the um, Georgia Southern number twenty app, uh, app State game. A lot of people are talking about it. I think it has a. I think it has some conference implications. I believe those low level games getting good. That's on a Friday, maybe Thursday, Thursday or Friday game. Um, interested to see the Kansas State Kansas game. Kansas State obviously coming off that big win at Oklahoma, or sorry, against Oklahoma. It was a home yep. game, um, but yeah, curious. Um, Utah at Washington, number nine. Utah, top ten. That's insane. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. How is it's just like four or five teams, and then everybody else behind it is just like, yeah, they're all right, right. Yeah. I feel like that's what Utah – Utah does not impress me whatsoever. No, not not much at all. Uh, another game that I'll be watching, Ole Miss at Auburn. Auburn's got to Auburn's got to stay stay the course where they're at. Auburn's that's good. I think I'm Auburn runs away. They don't impress me like watching them. They just – But I'm, I'm surprised. Their uh, defense is good. Their yeah. defense is what's carrying them right now. Right. Game day, going to Memphis – did we talk about this on Monday? I can't remember. We did I think a little bit. briefly, yeah. We did a little bit. What do you going think to the Liberty Bowl. Going to Liberty Bowl. Is Tennessee going to Liberty Bowl? I'm not. <laughs> You're not going to Memphis? No. Not on one Shelby Drive? Not a fan of Memphis. You've never been to Memphis. I have. You've driven through Memphis. I ate at Memphis. <laughs> I went to Leonard's Barbecue. 
You ever John been there? John's barbecue and foot massage. No, Leonard's. It was disgusting. Never eat there. Maybe y'all just chose a bad barbecue place. Oh, one hundred percent, it was bad. It was terrible. But like, there's a lot of good barbecue in Memphis. So like, well, that was not one of them. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't say. It, <laughs> I didn't say it was. Um, Vandy is South Carolina. This one intrigues me. I think it tells us a lot where the Vols are at. Because I mean, we've yeah. seen them. Obviously, what you did is South Carolina. Yeah, where Vandy's at. <laughs> well, it tells you a lot about what you know Tennessee. Obviously, you played good in South Carolina. That's you know that's not going to take away from that at all. But if South Carolina goes out there and just absolutely destroys Vandy, I think it tells you a lot about where Tennessee's at as a team. Yeah. So if Vandy destroys USC, I don't know about it. Don't know where we're at. Um, number seven, Oregon. Does that just astound you that Oregon's number seven? Yeah. Astounding. And they're a four and a half point favorite. That's it. Yeah, over South or South Carolina, USC. USC. The other USC. Yeah, their only loss is to Auburn. That's insane, man. Insane. But, like, Washington, they beat by four. Washington State, they beat by two. Cal by ten. I mean, they aren't just, like, rolling over people. No. They never will be. Dude, I, you know who I think the best team in the country is? Who that? I think it might be Ohio State. Wow. I think LSU or Alabama are better than Ohio State. I don't know. Ohio State's defense is nasty. Uh, Chase Young? Chase Young is incredible. Don't care. You're not a big fan of Ohio State. I'm not. I, I mean, LSU. I, I'm, not, I'm not either. But I think I LSU just, has the best resume so far. Oh, yeah. I agree. And but I, I think shown more than LSU. I think the most talented team in the country. I'm not saying that they'll be, that LSU would lose to them. I'm just saying that talent-wise, Ohio State has more talent than anybody in the country. There's a lot of talent on those LSU and Alabama teams. I don't know. A lot of talent. A lot of first-round talent on this Ohio State team. Right? I mean, I'm sure there is, but just I, there's you know there's a ton on Alabama's. Yeah. You know LSU's. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not so high on Alabama now that we just – I think I'm still mad over that game. I'm just not giving them any credit. I'm going to give them credit. I want them to be good with how we played with them. If they're bad, what does it mean that we played with them? I want them to be good. What does it mean that terrible. we played with them? We got beat by a bad team? That's not good. I, I wouldn't say they're bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just saying that I'm would just you saying wanna, they're not. But why would you want a team that beat you to be bad? That's what I'm saying. You don't. I mean, just, just like Florida, I want them to lose every game they play. Right, but if they beat us, I prefer them to just go win every game so we don't look that bad. I mean, it's already bad. We look we look bad against Florida, so it's it doesn't matter if we if they're that bad, then we look bad too. It doesn't matter. You can't get that much worse. I don't know. It, it would it would totally defeat the purpose of us playing Alabama close if they were if they weren't good. I, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying I, oh, I'm no, not no. giving them any credit because I'm mad that the way that game happened. They're, I think they're better than Ohio State. That's my point. Not with Mac Jones or not. You played if you if you go to the college football play without two, you play as a brother. Yeah, I, I don't think you know if they don't have two, they're in trouble. They're playing, I don't think they're not college, playing. They're not playing Mac Jones if they if two is not back for the college football play. If they're playing. The little tag ball. Oh, yeah. I'm 100%. Never, but I don't think they win with him either. Uh, I don't think they beat LSU without Tua. With Mac Jones, they don't beat LSU. No. I don't know about with little tag ball. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen enough of him to be able to speak on that yet. It, it does say something that they picked Mac Jones over him. I think part of that was Richard, though. But why would why would you redshirt him? You didn't redshirt um, Jalen Hurts. You didn't redshirt Tua. Jalen Hurts a little bit different in a situation. 
But I mean, if you expect them to be that good, you expect them to be the your your program. Then what's a one year? Because he's probably going to be gone his junior year anyway. Well, do you burn a red shirt for? They obviously thought Mac Jones could keep the lead against us, and then they played Arkansas after. But they started him against Arkansas, right? But you don't need to burn a red shirt for Arkansas. Like, why would you if you don't necessarily need to? The only reason I would have played the little tag of all against Arkansas is if I'm like, that's why I kind of think Tua will play against LSU. Because if I don't think he's going to play against LSU, I'm going to get the, the the new kid an actual game. Well, how, how many games has he played in? Has he played in a couple? I don't I don't know he's, if his red shirt is still intact. He's had stats. I don't Yeah. I mean, we can look at it real quick. I mean, he's played at least in two games, right? I, I'm about to look. I don't know. Because, I mean, they've, they've been ahead a lot, so I assume that he might have got a look on another one. I can look. I don't know. I don't. I don't. If if Mac Jones is better than that kid. Yeah, that was that was weird to me that he that Mac Jones came in instead of a little tiger below. It had to it had to be due to redshirt. Like I said, I don't think if they they must trust two will be back for LSU or they would have played. Yeah, I think because who cares about redshirt at that point? You need to win games. There's no way he's played in four games. He's, he only has seven attempts or nine attempts. I can't wait to see. Is Ohio State Penn State next week? I don't know. I think that's going to be a good game. That'll be a very good game. Because I think the winner of the Big Ten, um, LSU, Alabama, and Clemson. I think that's that's your four. Say that one more time. Sorry. LSU, Alabama. Clemson, the winner of the Big Ten. Ohio State, Penn State, whoever that is. I think it would be Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, probably. Which is going to be weird because both teams in the West, you know, you're not going to get that. One team's not going to the SEC Championship. Yeah. So they're just going to have one loss. Right. So, two of his little brother only played in Talia, however you say his name. He's only played in two games. One yeah. of those was Arkansas, though. Gotcha. But he only threw eight, eight passes. Now, I'm surprised he didn't play against us. I'll be very surprised. If, if, like I said, if Mac Jones is more talented than him, what the is he going on? Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. it could be another uh, Jared Garantano situation. I don't know. Is, is Arkansas becoming like us a couple years ago with their defense where everybody who plays against them becomes a Hosman candidate? Because Mac Jones had, like, what, four incompletions against them? I mean, I'm still not ever putting Mac Jones in a husband's situation. I know, but, like, he put up those stats where you're like, oh, God, is he good? Because against us, he – no, this guy's trash. His offensive line did not help him against us. I mean, we also had a fire lit under us. But yeah. He's a yeah, 18-22, 235, three TDs, 47 long. I wonder how many of those were slants. That's what I want to know. I thought two has had not, not had to throw any really difficult balls this year. Just had to throw slants, turn it into TDs. Yeah, it must be fun. Which, we're slinging it. Yeah, we're throwing it better. I like the deep balls. I mean, it, I, it, it's good that we're finally getting the ball in Callaway and Juwan Jennings' hands. You got to get the ball in playmaker's hands. Yep. You can't. Which, I mean, Juwan, we ran a lot of good routes, a lot of good plays that got Juwan open, and then same for Callaway, too. Juwan has like 40-something catches already. Really? Curious to see if he gets to 1,000 yards. Callaway's leading the SEC and. Um, average yards per catch. People are going to start keying in on him. I'm curious to see if Jawan can yeah. still get open. It helps you, It helps have Callaway out there, too. It's hard to key in on one guy when you have Callaway. But. And, it, and it helps that Jawan's in the slot. Yeah. So you can play matchups with that. 
NFL power rankings. NFL power rankings. I mean, not not a lot changed for me. No, I've got you had 49ers at two last week, didn't you? Yep. I'm moving them up to two. Uh, so one New England, two 49ers. Yep. Three New Orleans. Yep. Four Green Bay. Yep. Five Baltimore. I got five Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I've got Baltimore. I've got Indianapolis, Buffalo, and Seattle on my outside. Not necessarily in that order, just on the outside. Yeah. I got the I got the Vikings um, at six. Okay. Interesting. Kirk Cousins. Kirk, you like that? I'm curious to see what the Vikings. I, I don't know why I didn't write them down. I was I was looking at them. Curious to see what they do. Had a lot of drama early on. Yeah, I think they kind of figured it out. Yeah. Um, when I, I guess when he fixes everything. Yeah, I, I guess their the receivers Diggs and Thielen were like, well, yep, Kirk's all we got, so. <laughs> Might as well make the best of it. Right. It looks like they are. We got some segments for you. We got our Jumbotron. Before we jump into that, we're going to tell you, about, tell you guys about our friends at Manscaped. Yeah. So everybody loves freedom. You know, America, land of the free. Freedom. Everybody loves their McNuggets to be free, right? You agree oh, yeah. with that? Oh, yeah. But to feel the true freedom, you can't be self conscious of a cut or a scratch on your nads. Mm-hmm. From using other trimmers and razors, lucky for you, Manscaped is here to rescue you. Their electric trimmer, the Lawnmower 2.0, has safe skin technology that will keep you feeling safe and satisfied when you're trimming the hedges. They also have the Crop Preserver, which is DO for your boys' BO. Guys, use that stuff. It is a lifesaver. Yeah. Lifesaver. Keep them fresh throughout the day. No more accidents, no more smelly testes. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Go try Manscaped today and let freedom ring. Guys, check out Manscaped. I got my kit. I am a I am a hairy man that is now bald. It's great. I oh. love it. Cleaned bald. up. I, I clean up nicely if you know what I'm saying. Oh, you went clean shaved. Yeah, I don't just trim my hair. I, I, I get it all off at one okay, time. Okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not out here sculpting it like I do with my beard. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting it all out. You're not there. leaving a landing strip? No, I'm not I'm not big in a landing strip. No, not a big landing strip guy? No. No. Don't have that. That's good. Go check out Manscaped, though. They're awesome. That's Excited awesome. to have them along. Make sure you say that code. 20% off, free shipping. That's awesome. That's a great deal. Fantastic deal. 20%. Great kit, too. Yeah, oh, 100%. I'm very pleased with mine. Yes. Very pleased. Jumbotron, best Halloween costumes. Yeah. I don't know like what direction you went in, like random or like ones you've seen people dressed up as, something you'd like to see. I don't know what direction you went in. I kind of went like personal, like ones I've seen. Yeah, I, these are ones I've seen so far this year. Oh, so far. Okay, so far this year. Yeah. Okay, cool. Number one. This isn't this year for me. One of the best costumes I've ever seen was because of this one thing I saw happen. So Brody dressed up as Jon Snow. Shout yeah. out to Brody. Thank you for your service. One year for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we went to Cool Beans and ordered a beer. And someone chanted to the King of the North. So he started chugging his beer. And for the entire chug, the entire bar, to the King of the North, to the King of the North. And to, and oh, that's awesome. Awesome. I was like, that's that's why we're here. That's why we're alive on this earth right here for moments like that. It was fantastic. King of the North. Fantastic. I feel like Juwan Jennings should be king of the north, king of the south, king of the south, for sure. Now, yeah. Um, mine is, I want a little throwback. Um, a girl that I work with had a reptar suit. Mm. She like sit in all day. 
I wouldn't say all day. She was <laughs> in it for a good while. Hot it was man. one of those like blow up, like you know the the T Rex ones that everybody like fights in and stuff. Yeah. It, it was like that, but it was Reptar. Mm. Pretty cool. I like that one. My next one is a Chris. Did you see the Chris Farley guy? Dressed yeah. Up like, uh, oh my gosh, what is his name now? From Tommy oh, Boy? No, it's not Tommy Boy. It's the it's it's the SNL skit in a van down by the river. Oh, uh, good night. What is his name? Van. I believe there was a little kid dressed up as Chris Farley though too. I think so. What is his name? I can't remember. Matt Foley. That's his name. Okay. Matt, Matt Foley, Foley down by the river. Yeah, it was a good one. He he was he sounded and had the movements down. The guy and he looked like Chris Farley. Yeah, he that did helped. look like Chris Farley. Um, my next one is Forky. My wife dressed up as Forky. I thought it was a great Who's costume. Forky? Huh? Who's Forky? My wife. Who Who is Forky? Like, what is Forky? Forky is off the new Toy Story. Oh, okay. I guess I haven't seen it. Are you kidding me? How does everyone say it sucks, though, and you expect me to see it? I don't think it sucks. I feel like I've heard that a lot. No. They're like, it ruined it. Like, everyone's like, it ruined the old Toy Story. I guess not sucked, but, you know. You know Whoever said that you is a plebe and an idiot. Is a what? Whoever said that is a plebe and an idiot. A plebe? A plebe, yeah. Do you know what a plebe is? Yeah. It's like a peasant. Is it? Yeah. No. I don't know what it means. I'm know. pretty sure. It's like a... I believe you. It's like a low rank in the military, I think, too. I think that's what <laughs> they call each other is plebes. I don't know. I don't know. My next one is Green Bay backers tied in Jimmy Graham and assistant athletic trainer Nate Ware. I don't know how you said it. Dressed up as um, uh, Aaron Judge and... Uh, Jose Altuve. Yeah, Altuve. Yeah. They both look like him. The size, obviously, is a great match. That's That, was, that was great. Yeah, that was a good costume. My next one, um, I saw a chocolate lab dressed as a s'more. Mm. So he was he played the chocolate, obviously. <laughs> um, and had the graham crackers and, um, I guess, some cotton to be the, the marshmallow. But, yeah, it was a great costume. I love dog stems. Yeah. There was one dressed as a lion. I saw on Dog Spotting's Facebook page today. It was yeah. fantastic. Someone was like, I was at my daughter's Halloween um, performance and a lion showed up. <laughs> and it's a dog with a mane. It was awesome. I, I love, love those kind. I love the simple I ones. love that page. That's a good the simple page. Ones, oh, they're my, it's my favorite. I, every time I post it on it, people, I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever. People drive me nuts on there. I try to post cute dogs. That's all, that's all I'm trying to do is post cute dogs. That's it. Stupidity is an epidemic. Stupidity is an epidemic. Me for posting dogs that I think are cute and apparently aren't. I don't know. That's fake news. That's not stupidity at all. Dogs are cute no matter if they're ugly or not. That, mm. <laughs> mm. I've never seen an like an ugly dog that I'm just like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't pet it. I would <laughs> always pet a dog. Challenge accepted. I'm going to find a dog you won't pet. Bet. I can, I can do it. I bet you won't find one Raven won't pet. I'll find, I can find <laughs> we'll, we'll freaking fly to Bolivia to see if we can find a dog she won't pet. Oh, she would pet it. She'd try to take it home. And that's a big no for Oh, me. it's going to be like an already ugly dog that's also ugly because it's streets. Like, it's not going to be like, you know the cute dog you see one around? You're like, dang, I'd love to take that dog home with me. For every one you see of those online, you know there's like five ugly, nasty dogs that you want. Oh, yeah. Like, look like rats. Like big rats. Oh, God. I love dogs, but yeah, that's, mm, that's where I draw the line. Stupidity is an epidemic. 
Stupidity. Uh, I'll go first. I only have one. And okay. it's Fox26, Houston.com. They had a heading. Um, they are covering the World Series. And the heading said, Astros must win Game 7 to win World Series. It's absolutely correct. Good job. I saw that. <laughs> absolutely correct. I don't know why. what's stupid about that. That's spot on. Big, big duh. That's big J journalism right there. Yeah, that's... Ugh. Hmm. Thought I thought I heard some. That's all I got. Thought I had some. I guess not. Um, what about the World Series though? What about like no? I really thought the Astros were going to win. Oh yeah, they they had the pitching, crazy. they had the talent. Couldn't do it. That's no crazy. home team won. Oh wow! I didn't, the game. I didn't realize that stat. Yep. Huh. So imagine like buying tickets for your home. Yeah, that would your suck. your team. Go into that stadium and you lose every single game. Yeah, that'd be a buzzkill. <laughs> they need to work it to where the f- game seven is on like a Saturday or like a Friday. That is absolutely absurd. That a game that you know if it gets to that point is going to decide it is played on a Wednesday night. Well, the game sevens of NBA is like that too. Yeah, at least and that's in like the summer. So like college football is like that. It's on like on a Monday. Monday. It's on yeah. a Monday. It's stupid. And then NFL is on a Sunday, which I mean, I, at least they play on Sundays all the time, so it makes sense. But yeah, yeah, I don't understand. Like, how many people, how many casual baseball fans are going to stay up and watch? Yeah, if you don't have a team in it, you're not going to stay up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so what do you? I didn't really, stay up. I didn't stay up. And I watched. I watched most of Game Six. I thought the Astros were going to win. Didn't stay up. Didn't stay up for Game Seven either. Didn't I watched a little bit of Game Seven? So. It is what it is. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it. We love it. Glad you are here. Happy Halloween. Send us, tag me in your pictures of your costumes. I want to see them. Stooms. Especially your dogs. Yeah, just send it. Actually, don't send me a picture of you dressed up. Send me a picture of your dog dressed up. <laughs> That's all I want to see. True story. Thank you all for listening. Check us out. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. We're everywhere. We're there. I promise. Check us out. Um, check out our riders. Got a bunch of good articles out. Um, Malik just put one out on Uros today. Hashtag free, free Uros. 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 Um, check those out. Um, got plenty of articles. Have some more towards this, the end of this week. Talking about UAB and football as well. So make sure you check those out. Go Vols. Beat UAB. It's homecoming. It's homecoming. Come home. Come home. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Come home. Stay home. And go Vols, and we're bringing the boat in, and we out. She doesn't even go here. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we've all said goodbye, Take a running leap and you learn to fly Bye, bye, little Sebastian Miss you in the satisfaction Bye, bye, little Sebastian You're five thousand